beautiful. I'm Kirsty Johnston and welcome to my show Thoughts, Action, Success. To protect our homes, we put up fences. This is designed to discourage unwelcome intruders from entering or damaging our land or home. If you're willing to protect your physical property by putting up fences, why are you not willing to put up boundaries to protect yourself? Boundaries are invisible fences for your emotional, mental and physical well-being. If you don't set up boundaries, people can easily infringe on your rights and make you feel disrespected. Unfortunately, many people are clueless about how to set up boundaries and feel that setting up boundaries makes them a bad person. This could not be further from the truth. In contrast, setting boundaries allows you to be better respected and creates healthier and happier relationships with those around you. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the key factors for setting healthy boundaries. I'll begin by defining boundaries and learning how to set them. Then I'll look at boundaries within your dating life, family, work, and yourself. After that, I will address people who resist your boundaries and share with you how to measure the success of your boundaries. So let's roll up the sleeves and delve deep into this. Boundaries are imaginary lines that separate your physical space, feelings, needs, and responsibilities from others. These boundaries let other people know your expectations for how they should treat you. Without boundaries, people may take advantage of you or make you feel bad or uncomfortable. Many people find setting boundaries to be a really difficult thing. The reason for this is that the boundary for the boundary to work, you must be willing to tell someone who's crossed the boundary that they're in the wrong. In other words, you must be able to stand up for yourself and confront another person. For most of us, confrontation is not our natural form. It's something we avoid at all costs. But boundaries are imperative to having healthy relationships that are beneficial to both you and the other person. If you don't set and enforce your own boundaries, people may not know how to treat you. This is no fault of their own. If you don't tell other people your boundaries, they won't be able to respect them. So it is your responsibility to set and enforce your boundaries. But you might ask, Kirsty, why do I need boundaries? Boundaries are the key to having happy and successful relationships with other people. There are several reasons why you need boundaries. Let me share with you some of the most important ones. Boundaries allow you to be your most authentic self. When you create and enforce boundaries, you draw an invisible line between you and another person. As a result, you become a unique individual who is separate from everyone else. This allows you to have your own feelings, make your own decisions, and know what you need without trying to please others, allowing you to be your most authentic self. Boundaries are self-care. One of the most important aspects of self-care is valuing and respecting your own needs and feelings. Creating boundaries means that you put your needs and emotions above the needs and emotions of someone else healthily and respectfully. As a result, you focus on your needs instead of worrying about what someone else wants from you. This acts as a form of self-care because it allows you to cherish yourself by doing what you need and want. 
Boundaries set realistic expectations with clear directions. Whenever you set a boundary, you and the other party involved become explicitly aware of what is expected of each other. As a result, the relationship's expectations become realistic and come with clear directions. Normally, people behave correctly when they know what's expected of them. So, setting boundaries and providing clear directions creates realistic expectations that all parties can respect. Boundaries protect you emotionally and physically. One of the most important reasons that you should set boundaries is that they protect you emotionally and physically. The reason for this is that boundaries tell you how you should be treated. If someone repeatedly breaks your boundaries, whether they be emotional or physical, you immediately know that that person doesn't care about you or your feelings. As a result, you become keenly aware of who you should let into your life and who you should avoid. This allows you to protect yourself from uncomfortable or hurtful situations. Whenever you are starting to set your boundaries, it's really important to keep in mind the six general areas where boundaries apply. These different areas interact with different parts of your life and well-being. I'll share with you now the six types of boundaries. Material boundaries. This relates to physical objects such as money, clothes, books, maybe a hairbrush, or anything else that's a physical object that you own. Material boundaries are expectations of how you and the other party should act whenever material objects are borrowed, sold, or jointly shared. It's important to set material boundaries so that friendships and relationships are not ruined over material objects. Physical boundaries. These relate to your personal space, privacy, and your body. They set rules for how you and another party should interact in a physical relationship. These physical boundaries can range from appropriate setting to give a handshake versus a hug, when you expect a borrowed item to be returned, and, or how loud your roommate plays their music. Physical boundaries are different from sexual boundaries, which I'll talk about later in the show. Mental boundaries. These are the emotional boundaries related to your feelings and emotions. They separate your feelings and emotions from someone else's feelings and emotions. Having good emotional boundaries allows you to not only feel your own emotions, but they also allow you to take responsibility for your emotions. Like mental boundaries, Emotional boundaries are often boundaries with yourself because they require you to know your emotions and take responsibility for them. Sexual boundaries. Sexual boundaries have to do with your comfort level relating to sexual touch and activity. They can help you determine what, where, when, and with whom you are comfortable having sexual interactions. Sexual boundaries should always be implemented and respected in sexual or flirtatious settings. Spiritual boundaries. These relate to your beliefs and experiences with God or some other higher power. These boundaries often only relate to yourself and the higher power, but they can also relate to how you interact with people who have different spiritual ideas than you. Though setting boundaries is necessary for your health and well-being in relation to other people, they can be extremely difficult to set and implement. People with codependent tendencies especially find setting boundaries difficult. Here's why. Number one, boundaries require you to put yourself first. When you set boundaries, you put your needs and wants above any other party's needs and wants. 
This can be really difficult if you're a people pleaser or desperate for love because it may cause the other person to become angry or irritated with you. Number two, boundaries require you to really know yourself. Another thing that makes setting boundaries is so difficult is that they require a keen knowledge of yourself. You must know what you like and what you expect from yourself and others. If your perception of yourself is clouded or unclear, it will be extremely difficult to set and implement effective boundaries that reflect your needs and wants. Number three, boundaries require you to feel like you have rights. Setting boundaries means that you have the right to be feel a certain way. For people who are insecure or want a certain relationship, feeling that you have the right to be treated in a certain way, this doesn't come naturally. As a result, setting boundaries can be difficult because you feel as though you're not entitled to the treatment that you want and need. You, you don't feel worthy. Number four, fear that boundaries jeopardize the relationship. Many people feel as if they set boundaries that will destroy their relationships. As a result, if you go and if you're working through enforcing your boundaries, You'll be so difficult for you because you fear you're going to lose someone that you love or admire. Of course, it's important to remember that losing someone who refuses to respect your boundaries, it's never a loss. Number five, boundaries take practice. Just like anything else, setting boundaries requires practice. If you've never set boundaries before, setting them for the first time can be really difficult, but it will get easier with time. Boundaries are imaginary lines that separate your needs from someone else's needs. There are many types of boundaries and each one of them is indicative of having healthy and happy relationships with those around you. Though boundaries can be difficult to set and enforce, it's important to do the hard work so that you have a healthy relationship, not only with yourself, but with others also. If you've never set boundaries before, you may find setting and implementing them difficult. Just like anything else in life, creating boundaries takes practice. So you must get in the habit of creating and implementing appropriate boundaries. If boundaries are not created and implemented in an appropriate way, your boundaries may be ineffective. So here's how to set healthy boundaries in your life. The mentality for setting healthy boundaries. So the first step to setting good boundaries is having a firm foundation. This foundation should be made from a healthy and appropriate mentality about boundaries. In short, your goal for boundaries should be to better respect yourself and help other people respect you. Boundaries are meant to keep you and your relationships happy and healthy. Setting boundaries is not about controlling or nagging the other person. If you view boundaries in this way, your boundaries won't be helpful to you or those around you. Instead, they're probably harmful and infringe on other people's personal boundaries. Never, ever create a boundary with the intention of controlling or constraining those around you. In contrast, create boundaries with the intention of creating healthy relationships. It's important to have this motivation for your boundaries because it ensures that your boundaries are healthy and efficient. Whenever you set a boundary, Make sure that it relates back to the overall purpose of respecting yourself and others.
Once you have a firm understanding of the motivation behind your boundaries, it's time to decide on the nuts and bolts of the boundaries. This means defining your boundaries so that you can express them to other people. You can begin to find your boundaries by asking yourself about your rights. Here are a few basic rights that you should factor in when thinking about your boundaries. You have a right to say no without guilt. You have a right to be treated respectfully. You have a right to put your needs on par with someone else's. You have a right to accept your mistakes and flaws. You have a right to reject other people's unreasonable expectations. In addition to this, you can also add your own rights that are unique to yourself and your own personal experiences. It's really important to identify your rights and choose why you believe in them. This will allow you to honour your emotions and needs more truthfully. As a result, you'll stop wasting time trying to please others and focus on yourself instead. In addition to your rights, it's really important to identify your 10 most important values in life. If you don't know what your values are, you'll not be able to act in a way that is respectful to yourself and others. If you need to, you can narrow the 10 most important values down into a smaller batch, maybe five or three values. As you think about your values in life, also think about how and when they are challenged or provoked in any way. Does a close friend or family member do something that makes you feel uncomfortable regarding your values? If so, it's likely that you need to create a boundary about that value specifically. As you start developing your lists of rights and values, begin to pay attention to how you feel when you interact with other people. Are there certain scenarios that make you feel uncomfortable? Does a certain person make you feel bad on a regular basis? Do you feel stressed in certain social scenarios? Paying attention to these instances will inform you of what areas you need to set boundaries in. From there, you can start setting your own boundaries. It's always important to keep in mind that boundaries don't have to be rigid. You may learn through trial and error that certain boundaries are unrealistic or not relevant to your real true values and needs. In that case, just adjust your boundaries accordingly. Once your boundaries are set within yourself, it's time to extend your boundaries to the people in your life. You can begin by enforcing your boundaries by verbally expressing them to other people. When you express your boundaries, make sure that you're assertive and kind. You don't need to be aggressive or harsh. You just need to use assertive language so that it is always clear that your boundaries can't be ignored. You can be more assertive by using such things as I statements. I statements are when you focus on how you feel instead of the other party. It makes the statement more assertive and less passive. For example, say, I feel overwhelmed when, instead of you make me feel overwhelmed when you. The sentence structure puts the focus on you in a clearer and more confident way. At the same time, it takes the blame off the other party which makes it less likely to get defensive and they get their back up about anything that you say. Additionally, you can consider telling the other party of the consequences of violating your boundaries. This lets them know that the boundary is serious and that their actions come with consequences. 
If you choose to state potential consequences, make sure that you can follow through. Never say a consequence that you're not willing to enforce. Another healthy part of enforcing your boundaries is being able to say no. Whenever someone asks you to do something that you're uncomfortable with or that you don't have enough time to complete, say no. You don't have to give an explanation or apology, just say no. Make sure that you point out whenever someone does not respect your boundaries. If someone is repeatedly and consciously ignoring your boundaries, you need to confront the person and see what the problem is. If the person refuses to respect the boundaries you have set, then you should probably cut them out of your life, if that's possible. In order for boundaries to be effective, it's important to set them in a way that is respectful and efficient. Remember that boundaries are meant to create healthy relationships, not control another person. From there, you can begin setting boundaries based on your needs and values. Once your boundaries are set, make sure to enforce them in an assertive but kind manner. If people disrespect your boundaries, let them know. The modern dating world can be confusing and exciting. Everyone's looking for love, but not everyone has the same expectations. As a result, it's important to set boundaries in your dating life so that you and the other person are on the same page and have healthy dynamics. The goal of boundaries in dating is to create healthy limits and interactions in the romantic relationship. They allow you and the other party to have your own needs, space, individuality and health. They also allow you to know when a person is a good romantic partner. Let me share with you here's how some ways to, to set good boundaries while dating. Come with non-negotiables. Before you start dating someone, it's important to have a list of non-negotiables beforehand. These non-negotiables are things that you absolutely need for a relationship to work. It's important that non-negotiables are expressed at the beginning of any relationship so that both parties are on the same page and capable of respecting one another properly. If the non-negotiables are breached or not respected by the other person, you should immediately cut them off. Think about the things that you absolutely need in a relationship. What do you need to feel emotionally and physically safe with another person? Are there things that you will never be okay with if they're done by, to you by your partner? How do you expect the other person to behave in the presence of other men and women? Questions such as this, these will allow you to pinpoint your non-negotiables. Once you have your non-negotiables, it's important to express them clearly and explicitly with your partner. If they are unaware of the non-negotiables, they may accidentally break your boundary and your trust without even knowing that they did anything wrong. So it's important to let them know about your non-negotiables at the beginning. If you're, the person you're dating is not okay with your non-negotiables, be prepared to walk. Do not make exceptions for your non-negotiables. That is why they're called non-negotiables. Any person that is not willing to respect your non-negotiables is not someone you should be dating. If the person agrees to your non-negotiables but then breaks them, break up with them. They do not respect your needs and wants. Only date people willing to abide by your non-negotiables. When you first start dating someone, it's really easy to want to spend all your time with them. It's fun and exciting and completely normal to be infatuated with your new person. 
For the sake of yours and the other person's health, though, it's important to take time apart from one another. Taking this time apart will allow you and the other person to decide what is important and how you all feel about each other in the relationship. If you never take time apart, you can become so encompassed by the other person that you don't actually know how you're really feeling about the situation. You need to take that step back. Additionally, taking time apart ensures that you keep your own hobbies and friends. If you spend all your free time with the other person, you may lose touch with the other people in your life or, or you know, stop doing your hobbies or your sports. Those interests are still a really important part. So it's really important to keep time available for those purposes. Maybe, for example, perhaps set one day a week where you hang out with your friends or your loved ones without the person you're dating. This ensures that you don't accidentally cut off the other people who are a really important part of your life while you're being infatuated with, with this new person. Additionally, it's really important to know how and where to express yourself and your boundaries with your partner. Since boundaries are meant to help you and the other party have a healthy relationship, you never want to have a difficult or emotional conversation in a way or place that makes the other person feel uncomfortable or attacked. For intimate discussions, it may be best to do that in a private place. You don't want everyone else to hear the over-conversation. Perhaps maybe in a park or someone else that, that's kind of secluded and there's not lots of people around. If, you, if you're feeling comfortable about it, you could have that serious or private conversation at one of your homes. But for some conversations, though, it's really important to pick a neutral location so that neither individual feels as though they have a home advantage. Places like coffee shops, parks or restaurants are good neutral places to have civil conversations. Additionally, it's best to have serious conversations at an agreed-upon time. This ensures that both parties are fully level-headed and prepared for the conversation. Don't just call out the other person and start ranting about your feelings. This will immediately set the other party on the defence, especially if they're busy or with other people. Remember, dating involves more than just you. As a result, your partner also has boundaries and needs as well. It's important that your partner feels heard and respected for the relationship to last. Make sure to listen and respect their boundaries as well. It's important that both parties feel heard and set their own boundaries. If you find that you and your partner's boundaries are similar and work well together, then that's great. At some point, though, you may find that your boundaries conflict. If this is the case, don't immediately panic. As I previously said, boundaries can be flexible. See if there are ways for your boundaries to be flexible and negotiate with the other person. The only boundaries that should not be flexible are those that are the non-negotiable boundaries. The dating world can be fun and exciting, but it's important to set healthy boundaries so that you and the other person respect one another and are on the same page. Make sure to come with ex express and enforce non-negotiables early on in a relationship. Once you've been dating for a bit, make sure to have boundaries related to time apart and expressing yourself. Additionally, listen to your other partner's needs since dating involves more than one person. For those who are married and have children, boundaries are equally as important within the family group. So it's really imperative to set boundaries with your family relationships. 
These boundaries should be set with your spouse and also your children. Marriage can be one of the most challenging yet rewarding relationships with another person. As a result, it's imperative to have healthy boundaries so that you and your spouse both feel appreciated and respected. When setting boundaries in your marriage, it's important to have boundaries that preserve each other's individuality. When you're living with someone, it's easy to lose yourself and feel like another part of that person. To prevent this from happening, set boundaries that relate to time apart and use that time with other people or doing hobbies that you love by yourself. Do you have a passion or a hobby that you often do not have enough time for? If so, set a boundary that says that you need a certain day and time off from the family so that you can pursue your own passions and hobbies. Additionally, allow your partner to have the same type of boundaries so that both of you feel individually fulfilled. Additionally, it's important to set emotional boundaries in your marriage. Though it may sound counterintuitive, setting emotional boundaries often leads to more emotional connectivity between partners. The reason for this is that it allows the spouses to really understand each other in terms of their emotions and their needs. Emotional boundaries in marriages can include how and where to talk about feelings, how to fight, and actions that make you feel unappreciated. Make sure to express your emotional boundaries to your spouse so that they know what they need to respect. Also, allow your spouse to state their emotional boundaries so that you can respect them as well. Another important part of boundaries in marriage is physical boundaries. When you're living with someone, it's easy to feel like your personal space, body, items are infringed upon. It's important to set boundaries with your spouse so that they know how to treat you and your things. You can also set boundaries related to alone time, shared spaces, and shared chores. It's important in physical boundaries that you focus on working together so that both parties feel happy, safe, and comfortable in their home. As parents, it can sometimes feel overwhelming to deal with your children. You may feel that you've lost your individuality and control of your home. If this is the case, it's almost guaranteed that you need to set boundaries with your children. Setting boundaries with your children will let them know that you are in charge. One boundary is to set is to no-go zones. These zones are, relate to the behaviours that you will absolutely not tolerate from your children. They can include such things as how they speak to you, how they treat their siblings, going into your bedroom, etc., all those spaces. It's important to set these zones so that your children know their behaviour boundaries. Additionally, the setting of boundaries, they create structure in yours and your children's day. Things like bedtimes and bath times are great ways to create structure and routine that you and your children can depend upon. Bedtimes are especially helpful because they'll give you and your spouse a time to connect. When you set boundaries for your children, it's important to be firm and consistent. Make sure that they know you're being serious, then stick to those boundaries. If you're not consistent, your child will probably not respect them. If your children break those boundaries, make sure to have proper and fair consequences in place. Let them know that these consequences, what they are beforehand, and enforce them 
if you have to. This will teach your children to respect boundaries. At the same time, you should expect your child to break the boundaries sometimes, especially at first. Part of childhood, we all did it, is learning how and where to push the bounds. Your child is not going to respect your boundaries at first, so be patient with them, but be ready to enforce the consequences. It's really important to set boundaries within your home. For your marriage, set boundaries that relate to time away, emotional intimacy, and physical space. Additionally, set boundaries with your children that relate to no-go zones and structure. Both of these boundaries will result in a happier and healthier life for you and your family. Now we'll look at the workplace. It's one of the most important places to set clear and healthy boundaries. Professional boundaries are one of the best ways to ensure that you stay fulfilled at your work. Those without good professional boundaries are more likely to experience burnout and feel unfulfilled in their workplace. To prevent this from happening, it's important to set professional boundaries. Boundaries in the workplace will prevent you from pushing your physical, emotional and mental limits. As a result, it protects you from overcommitting, being manipulated or behaving unethically in the workplace. This will allow you to preserve your personal energy and be more functional in and out of the workplace. For many of us, setting professional boundaries is even more difficult than setting boundaries in our personal lives. The reason for this is that people, we don't want to do anything that would jeopardise our income or career. Though setting unreasonable or disrespectful boundaries may in turn cost you your career. Setting unhealthy or unreasonable boundaries is more likely to help you fulfil your professional goals. It's important to set boundaries that are conducive to a more productive, happier and healthier you. It's important to draw the line between a healthy boundary and a controlling boundary. If you set up controlling boundaries that are inflexible and inconsiderate of other people, you're likely to be demoted, fired or disliked. To prevent this from happening, it's important to establish healthy and flexible boundaries that are beneficial to both you and your place of work. Though expressing these boundaries may be awkward at first, most employers and partners will not have an issue respecting your boundaries. To create professional boundaries, reflect on how you feel during the day. Are there any people or actions that make you feel extremely anxious, overwhelmed or upset? If so, you should probably set boundaries right into those actions first. Additionally, consider how much work you have committed to currently. Do you feel overwhelmed by the amount of work you have? Do you feel stressed even when you're at home? If so, you need to set boundaries relating to your job load and work to life ratio. Whenever you come up with boundaries that you think you need, it's important to express the boundaries to your boss and your co-workers. If you don't express boundaries clearly and professionally, your co-workers and boss will have no idea that they're even breaking your boundaries. So it's really important to communicate them clearly. Boundaries aren't meant to punish, but they are instead meant to make relationships healthier and more productive. 
For professional boundaries, it's best to approach your boss and co-workers as though the conversation was a negotiation. Remember to express the problem using language and I statements. Then submit the proposed solution, which in this case is the boundaries. From there, explore and explicitly list what your boundaries entail. Give your boss or co-workers a chance to ask questions and fully understand the boundaries. At the same time, ask your boss or co-workers their side of the story. Don't look at this as a one-sided negotiation. Hear how they look at the situation and gain from their perspective. Always be prepared to adjust your boundary in order to compromise with the other co-worker. Once again, this is a negotiation. So work with their perspective so that both parties feel respected. In most scenarios, your boss or co-worker will be willing to work with your boundaries. The reason for this is that they're also human and understand the pressure of work and life. But unfortunately, there may be some instances where your boss and co-workers may not be willing to hear your boundaries. So I'll share you with some things you can do if you experience some pushback. Number one, reiterate the boundary and why it's set. Begin by reiterating your boundary and explaining why you need it. Doing this may clarify any misunderstandings about the boundary, which may be the root of the pushback. If the misunderstanding is resolved, then your boss might not push back anymore. Be sure to listen to the other person's thoughts and worries as well as expressing your own thoughts and worries. Number two, see if you can come to a compromise. If all misunderstandings are resolved, but you're still experiencing pushback, see if you and the other person can compromise. Boundaries, especially those in the workplace, are all about being flexible so that both parties feel respected and heard. Coming up with a compromise might be a great way to respect your needs while also respecting the company's or other co-workers' needs. Number three, don't budge. If the other person is still resistant to the boundary and is unwilling to compromise, so don't budge. You are just as important as the other person in the company. So don't allow the other person to bully you out of your boundary. Respectfully but firmly say that you will not change your boundary unless they are willing to compromise as well. It's highly imperative to have boundaries in the workplace. So that way you can be the most professional and proficient worker possible. Make sure to set professional boundaries that are respectful and flexible to your other co-workers. And make sure to express the boundaries clearly and assertively. You may want to put, approach the discussion as though it was a negotiation. If you experience pushback, reiterate the boundary and try to come to a compromise. But do not budge. One of the most important relationships you can have during your life is your relationship with yourself. Whenever you set a boundary with yourself, you set expectations of how you treat yourself and your life. It's important to set boundaries for yourself because you love and respect yourself. Boundaries with yourself can be more difficult to implement because there's nothing holding you accountable. No one will know if you break your boundary with yourself. For this very reason, self-boundaries can be some of the most difficult to resist breaking. 
Everyone's boundaries are different, especially those related to how you treat yourself. But it's really important that you tailor your self-boundaries so that you can be as happy and healthy as possible. Now I'm going to share with you some boundaries that you may want to set for yourself, just to give you a starting point. Financial boundaries. One of the best ways to set a boundary with yourself is by setting financial boundaries. These financial boundaries will be how you hold yourself accountable for achieving your financial goals, saving money, paying your bills and having extra spending money. A financial boundary to set with yourself is to stick to your budget. It's super easy to create a budget and then never follow through with it. We've all done it. Instead of letting yourself go willy-nilly with your finances, make a commitment to yourself that you will stick to your budget. Another financial boundary you can set with yourself is by only buying what you actually need. This means sticking to your shopping list and having no impulse buys. This can be difficult, but it will in the long term save you money. Another one is limiting how often you eat out. Eating out is way more expensive than cooking at home. So set a number of days in which you are allowed to eat out and then don't eat out any more than those days. Another area to consider when setting boundaries for yourself is about your health. Health boundaries can relate to your physical, emotional, or even your mental health. It's important that you focus on all three facets of your health in order to be the best version of yourself. One way that you can commit to your health through boundaries is by creating a workout schedule or dieting. Though it's easy to slack on some days, hold yourself accountable for committing to your boundary of working out and eating healthily. Also, you can set health boundaries related to your personal care, whether your boundary is a bath, skincare regime, or even such a thing as a journaling session. Connect to these times of personal care and treat them as though they are boundary with yourself. Don't let other people or your laziness cause you to ignore these boundaries. In today's environment, our social media and media consumption is increasing by the day. In the current environment with us currently or having been in lockdown in so many parts of Australia, this can be really overwhelming. I know that I experienced this during the Christchurch earthquakes and know how overwhelming it can be and the fact that it can fuel our anxiety. One way to deal with this is to set boundaries with yourself to limit your social media and overall media intake. These sorts of boundaries may be easier for some than others. If you watch a lot of TV, consider limiting your TV intake to a maximum of only one or two hours a day. This includes Netflix and other streaming services. Also consider not having TV in your bedroom. Daily schedules are a great way to help you happy and healthy so that your day feels more stress-free. Two of the most important scheduling boundaries are the time you get up and the time you go to sleep. Sleep is one of the most important factors for feeling good and staying healthy long-term. One way to commit to your sleep is to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Treat these bedtimes and wake-up times as boundaries that you should not break frequently. So how do you measure the success of your boundaries? Are they working? 
Are they making your life easier? Are they adding stress to your life? Depending on your answer to these questions, you may find that your boundaries are successful or unsuccessful. Successful boundaries should make you feel more balanced, respected and happy. You will know your boundaries are successful and helpful for your life when everything goes great until someone breaks the boundary. This tells you that this boundary is healthy in your life and reflects your values, rights and needs. The best way to measure the success of your boundaries is based on how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. Unsuccessful boundaries, these can either result in no change or even increase the stress in your life. Both scenarios are not ideal and show that you need to make some adjustments to your boundaries. So the key points from the show, just let me do a recap, are these. It is imperative to set healthy boundaries to have healthy and respectful relationships with yourself and those around you. When setting boundaries, it's important to remember that the point of boundaries is to respect yourself and have healthier relationships with others. Remember to create boundaries that touch every aspect of your life. Make sure that your boundaries are working by tracking their success. Do you want to learn how to unlock the secrets and learn how to stop the cycle of anxiety, worry and fear so that you can regain control of your life? If so, then the next episode of Thoughts, Action, Success is one that you really don't want to miss. But just before we go, just wanted to share that I have currently have some limited vacancies for some new coaching clients and wanted to offer the opportunity to my show viewers and listeners first. If you're really interested in finding out more about coaching and if it could work for you, then I'd love to talk to you and have a complimentary no-obligation discovery session so that you can experience it for yourself. All my contact details are available on my Facebook page or on my website, kirstyjohnson.com. In the meantime, come on over and join me in the Thoughts Action Success Facebook group for further exclusive action, for some inspo action and from this and other episodes as well as some additional material. In the meantime, have a fantastic rest of the weekend and we'll talk again soon.